This is episode 572 for September 2019. And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Fred Douglas. That opening song, Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle, which I thought would be an appropriate song for a Friday night fight with Craven. Gotta love a little Axl Rose singing in your ear. Before we get there, I want to thank people that make episodes like this possible. They do it through Patreon, so log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace if you enjoy this show and you like to hear more episodes like this. So a uh, thank you goes out to Robert B., uh, Alex, Frazetta Hulk, David, Common Omelette, Glenn, uh, AJ, Stephen, Michael, Scott, Brian, Austin, Kean, Zach, Jay, Stephen, H, Jonathan, JB, Matthew, Taylor, Dowd, Symbiobro, Frederick, Will, Patrick, Hafskimo, Alex, hashtag something good for you, Laura, Nick, Thomas, Ricky, Stuart, Frederico, Michael K, Stephen K, Andrew G, Christopher, and Craig. So each and every one of you, thank you so much for supporting this podcast. And if you would like to uh, support it, go on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. And as a thank you to people that support this podcast on our website, we give them some exclusives over on Patreon. We have more than a dozen exclusive Patreon episodes. Any, everything from uh, Spider Satellites, where we're, I think we reviewed 20-some-odd books uh, the other day. So those are fun. Uh, we have PS4 exclusive reviews. We have What If uh, podcasts, where we examine who we think uh, Kindred is in the Amazing Spider-Man title. So, one more time. Patreon.com slash crawlspace. All right. George is ready to go. Let's get on with the Fighter Night fights. Hey, crawlspacers. Welcome to our Friday Night Fights with, of course, George. What's going on, George? Hello, everyone. Happy September. <laughs> yeah. And happy September to JR for joining us for this fight. What's going on, sir? Well, just watching the leaves start to fall off the trees, you know, you know, being it's uh summer's over and it's getting into fall and everything. So you're you gonna know. you're gonna soon go meet the great pumpkin. I'm gonna wait out in the pumpkin patch all night for him. <laughs> that sounds horrible. I, I can just see JR doing it. You know, uh, it, it was funny. Um I was in uh I was in seven eleven um and mm-hmm. the gal behind me. I was like, oh, it's so hot. Thankfully, you know, September will be here and uh, and it won't be so hot. And I'm like, I, what, have you not lived in Texas? We, we just count September as part of summer, really. Yeah. It, it, it's still very, very hot here in September. In Missouri, it can get up to 80 or 90 in September, October very easily. Yeah. So. It doesn't start to get cooler here until like late October. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, 13 people watching us on YouTube as we stream this live for our audio listeners. And Mike Murdoch says, fight, 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 fight. And yes, indeed, we will do that. The uh, issue we won't, that, we won't do it. Well, yeah, we will. We fight during every episode at some point. <laughs> Not physically, verbal battles. Um, this, the no, issue- I think we're, I think we're mellower tonight. You know, we're, we're, you know, yesterday, you know, we were a little bit uh, kind of edgy, but I think we're mellow tonight. I think we're I- still tired from a month ago when Brad kept us up so late. <laughs> wink, wink. The issue that we're going to tackle is Amazing Spider-Man number two hundred nine. 
This issue has Spider-Man on the cover, and it also has Craven on the cover. And this issue could win a to- Toys R Us shopping spree. Mm-hmm. Grand prize of three grand. Can you imagine in 1980 getting three grand to go shopping in Toys R Us? Do, do you know how many action figures I would have bought? Oh, that would have been so fun. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, but they weren't as cool back then, though, were they? I mean, they weren't as cool, and they weren't as all the points of articulation that they, they have now and everything. Yeah. They, were, they were cool to me in the 1980s. Dude, I, I love me some Secret Wars, some Star Wars figures. Yeah, but they were, they were limited. They, they were like this, and they only moved like this or like this. Well, this is, this is before the action figure renaissance that started to happen, like when G.I. Joe you know, hit, hit, hit. You know, it wasn't with yeah. all the points of their fingers could move and anything like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is about a year or two before that happened, before uh, – before you had the the GI Joe action figure renaissance, <laughs> oh, I remember those were those are huge days, boy. <laughs> I get my allowance money and I I immediately go and blow it up. My mom would drive me up to Toys R Us and I get like four or five GI Joe action figures. I never got into GI Joe. I was always into Transformers though. That was my my toy. Yeah, I had I had GI Joe when he was a uh, twelve inches tall and he had a beard. You know, I mean that was oh, really yeah. cool. They were beard GI yeah. Joe. And as Mc, Mike McNulty years. says in chat, then Toys R Us is Toys R Us no more. Oh, I, I miss Toys R Us a lot. I used to love taking my daughter there. I do too. I do too. Yeah. But I mean, it's just it's the times they are changing. Uh, I guess I, so, man. Every time I pass a mall now, I look at it like it's a dinosaur. I know. Mm-hmm. And I, I I used to like KB Toys in the mall. I used to go mm-hmm. there as a kid. Man, I used to go to like all the toy stores, like KB yeah. and K- Toys KB, Rock. and then um. And then uh, go to like the bookstores, like B. Dalton, and Walden, Walden Books. books. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to love looking into that. Go too. to uh, Electronics Boutique or uh, Babbage's. I was just going to say Babbage's. I bought yeah. many, many a uh, game for my Commodore sixty four Babbage's. Me too. I, I bought Doctor Doom's Revenge, where they had Spider Man and Cap going into. Uh, uh, Doom's Lair. I bought uh, the 1990s Spider-Man game where Mysterio captures Mary Jane, and and if you get hurt, the Spider-Man on the right turns into a skeleton. I remember that game. Yeah, the uh, the summer I was first able to drive, um, my dad gave me the first car he ever paid money for, which was a 1970 Cadillac DeVille convertible. Uh huh. Um, the beautiful car, and um. So that was the first summer I could drive, and I would go up to the mall. And I during the summer I would go to Babbage's. Oh, I love spend, Babbage's. Spend my allowance on things like Barge Tail and uh, mm. Wasteland. And what computer uh, were you playing with? What what the what Commodore sixty four? Oh, you too. Awesome. Yep, Do you remember the marketing campaign for Commodore sixty fours? Uh, what the I tagline love, was? I love my Commodore Commodore. 64. I remember the song. No, everybody's going to be knocking on your door to play with your Commodore 64. <laughs> Dude, I had a pretty fat setup back then. I had the Commodore 64, yeah. and uh, people didn't have computer rooms back then, but it was in the front room um, where uh, we also had an aquarium. Oh, yeah. And uh, and then in my bedroom, I, I had my own TV with cable, and I had um, oh, wow. no, I had my own phone line. Ooh. Uh, and I had... Um, had a uh, ColecoVision. Oh, nice! I always I had, wanted that for Donkey Kong. And I had that the so good. I had the ColecoVision attachment that let you play Atari games on the ColecoVision, so I could play all my oh, old Atari I've games. I've never even heard of that. 
Yeah, it was like an adapter they had. It fit into the ColecoVision on the Neat. side. And you could play your old, you could put in your old uh, Atari 2600. How cartridge. smart was Coleco to do that? That'd be the equivalent of PlayStation have a side plug-in to play an Xbox game. That'd be, that'd be so cool. Oh, it was a lot of fun back in the day. Yeah. Anyway, Craven. Craven, uh, Denny O'Neill, JR's absolute favorite writer, is tackling this episode. ASM 209. Uh, Alan ever write Spider Man. (laughs) Alan Weiss. I've never heard of Alan Weiss, but he's penciling this. And it takes a, my gosh, there's a lot of people inking it. Jansen, McLeod, Rubenstein, Wyack, and Milgram. Woof. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Man. Yeah, and the artwork looks a little inconsistent throughout the issue in, in mm-hmm. some spots, and I, I, I suspect it probably is because they had so many inkers. Is this Calypso's first appearance? This is I, Calypso's first appearance. Okay, got it. Uh, she girlfriend. doesn't use any of her, of her voodoo doom. powers. Doom. Doom. Uh, doom. Yeah. Doom. 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 <laughs> she, in fact, I don't know. Does she even appear? Uh, she appears a couple times after this before. Yeah, the she does. Spider-Man number one. Yeah. Um, but... um. Yeah, this is her first appearance. She doesn't use any of her any of her voodoo power. She has that hair, that same kind of braided hair that like uh what was that one girl over in X-Men that they knew, the instructor Ronnie or something like that. No, it's uh, Moira. No, not Moira. No, not Moira. It's uh Cecilia Cecilia uh Oh, what is her name? Cecilia Reese, is that it? Yeah, I, I, that might yeah, have been. Yeah. I think that's it. By the um, way, Craven and Calypso are romantically involved, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. like, I mean, like he's he's putting his hand to her cheek and calling her dear woman. I mean, the, the like, I wonder why they so. went with the whoever Mrs. Craven was in the re- recent comics, and not Calypso is like the mother of his kids. I, well, because, uh, well, well, one, um, I think uh, uh, one of the Craven juniors had killed Calypso, didn't he, George? In spectacular, oh, the. Oh. Uh, the uh, it wasn't Vladimir. Vladimir was the first, but Aloysia actually, yeah, it was Aloysia. Wow, and, did he? Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, I think it was one of those where Calypso had them both in a cage or something like that, and and hmm. Spidey and Aloysia kind of uh, ultimately decided that uh, you know Craven's that the father's problems weren't the son's problems, and you know, and then uh, Aloysia went and killed Calypso. I think. Oh, that's I don't remember that I at all. Remember that? I don't. When was this? It was in. It was you know I think actually we covered it in Spider History one time. Let me look uh, up her last appearance. It's, it's got to be after uh, that McFarlane. Arc. It definitely was. It definitely okay. was. So uh, we're after 1990. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like in the in the spec two forties. It was just yeah. I think it was in the two forties. It was JMD Mateus. Here we and go. It's uh, uh, spec two fifty three, January oh. nineteen ninety eight. Wow. Andy Mateus killed her. Or he didn't kill her, but uh, it says oh, in, on uh, Wikipedia, commanding a squad of savages, she later attacked Spider-Man and Alosha Kravenoff, the son of the original Craven, desiring revenge for losing Sergei. She uses her powers to drive Spider-Man and Alosha into fighting each other. Spider-Man, Alo- how do you say his name? Alosha? Fight yeah. off her spell and shared a handshake. Alicia says that he will hold Calypso at his mansion so the villainous can tell him about his long lost father. However, Alicia kills Calypso instead. That was mean. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. That was, that was, well, that was, that's Clone Saga. That's after, that's no, post, Cal- after. post Clone Saga era. Yeah. So this was after, uh, this was after actually uh, Norman resurfaced again. Yeah, but uh, so this had to be right before they rebooted it. 
yeah, yeah. two fifty uh, two fifty was Citizen Osborne. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but yeah, I mean, this was uh, this was getting late in the original specs run. Yeah, when Brad said ninety eight, I figured that yeah, because that, that's what like uh, a year before they rebooted it. Or yeah, I think yeah, that's ninety nine, nineteen ninety nine, January ish. I think is when they. I think issue two sixty three was the last one. Under yeah, the, uh, it was. Anyway, let's get to the fight. Well, the the whole point of this issue basically is is Craven trying to get his groove back, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak, and uh, Calypso kind of prodding. So does that mean Calypso, Angela Bassett, then? So we should kinda, we uh, in a way maybe so yeah maybe so but I mean she how Calypso got her groove back yeah the whole point of Calypso in this story is kind of just to be hot and sort of prod Craven you know and and uh, and to getting his groove back and becoming more Craven like she the whole issue she's kind of like like you know basically she's wanting Craven it's almost like she's wanting Craven to be more of a man and stop being mopey. <laughs> and and so to do that, she's like, you know what? Why don't you why don't you go why don't you go beat on Spider Man? Why don't you go defeat Spider Man and, and then then come back to me and 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 you know show me what a man you are. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so yeah, uh, Craven Craven, you know, go back for a little jungle love, right? Uh, or 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 something. I don't know. I I know that we're, we're there's a ship off offloading a bunch of. Um, uh, a bunch of uh, jungle animals off of a off of a ship, and that's where uh, that's where Craven and um, that's where Craven winds up, and it's also where Spider Man winds up, sort of in the area. Once the uh, once Calypso sort of Calypso frees the animals as they're being offloaded onto the ship, so the animals start to go berserk. Right. So um, there's a really cool panel here where there's like a like a gorilla like beating on a beat cop you know on the street and craven yeah. craven uses a nerve pinch to knock the gorilla out because he's like oh the the gorilla is just too strong for me but i'll use this vulcan nerve pinch yeah, I, yeah but i just got done watching star trek reruns and uh, <laughs> i'll use the ver- the vulcan nerve pinch on the on this gorilla you know and uh and it worked <laughs> and it, yeah and it works and then uh and then spider-man is attacked by a giant eagle <laughs> And there's a guy waving at him, you know, from the dock. He's like, be careful. That's your basic vicious eagle. He'll rip your guts out. And I'm like, yes, because eagles are known for disemboweling people. There you go. And it's a bald eagle, too. What's Spider-Man going to do? <laughs> right? I mean, this thing's on the endangered species list at this time in history. You know? I think it still is. Um, so uh, so Spider-Man. Uh, and we, we should actually preface this. There was a brief... Uh, moment with Spider with Peter and Deb Whitman. You know, uh, we had another dramatic. Peter, yeah. can you help me with this? And he's like, Well, no, because I have all these other things. And then she's like, Oh, I'll just never ask you. You know, just overly dramatic. Deb Whitman, the bipolar mm-hmm. Deb Whitman. Yeah, filling the space that we filling the bipolar girlfriend space that we haven't had since oh, Gwen Stacy. Oh. A rare appearance of her in Amazing and not Spec. She didn't usually come over to Amazing that often. Well, she was she was in it very briefly. Yeah, uh, and then. Um, while Spider-Man's trying to uh, to catch the uh, the giant eagle, because the giant eagle goes after a redheaded model. That's not Mary Jane. That's not Mary Jane. No, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it still it made me think of Mary Jane. But yeah, me too. A, it looks just like her. Of course, Mary Jane at the at the time is not even in New York. I don't. think. No, she doesn't time. come back until yeah. two forty three. Yeah. So. Um, or two forty one. So Spider-Man something. manages to apprehend the eagle. 
Wow, there's this great panel of Craven just, just subduing all these different animals. <laughs> he's got a big snake. He's, got, <laughs> he's manhandling a bull. He's uh, like, he just like, bitch, he bitch slaps a bear. <laughs> it, it's it's one of the most crazy things I've ever seen. Here, I, I'm, I'm going to put it up on. Hold he's on. wrestling I'm, a giant python. I'm going to put you know, it. Up, I, I like I like where he's like wrestled the gator and he's holding the he's gator. Up, you know? the gator up over his head. I will share this with the, the viewers. Let me put yeah, it on let's, the page. You know, I mean, that, just that, imagine that the is gator worthy saying, to show. I give up. I give up. <laughs> just, Crikey. Just, okay, here some we go. Wrestling a bull and everything. It's um, I don't know. Are you are you going to show it or what? What's happening? Yeah, I'm going to. There you go. There it is. Maybe Brad should use Jungle Love by Morris Day in the time. This would be the, perfect. Yes. Know. So look at him just tackle the the snake and the, the bear. <laughs> The, it's the bull over here is hysterical. What, what, oh, he kept. Oh, Spider Man got the eagle down here, but yeah, Spider Man shows up with an eagle, and Craven's like, "I got the zoo." <laughs> Look at Craven just hold this crocodile or alligator over its head. That's so crazy. What's he doing this poor lion over here? My gosh, he's riding the lion. He's riding the lion. He's, he's taming it by riding it. Yeah, here's I, that I eagle we were talking about, man. I'll subdue you with my thighs. Man, that's just insane. It, it it really is. It's it's just a remarkable. I, I mean, Craven with this thing, the just, lion. Yeah. he looked so mighty. He's like, oh, I know. Just you insane. Ah, uh, so uh, Craven gets back to his uh to his shag shack that he shares with Calypso. <laughs> shag shack. And uh, and Calypso's like Calypso <laughs> blames the entire thing with the animals because because Craven's kind of upset that. Uh, that the animals were freed, you know, because he's like, I respect the animals. I like the animals. And, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll kick the crap out of the animals so that they can be put back in their cages, but he's, uh, he respects the animals as he's standing on a bearskin rug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But in Craven's defense, it's probably a bear that he, he, he probably, you know, yeah. maybe it's that bear that he <laughs> just left. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so Calypso is blaming the whole oh. thing on Spider-Man. She's like, I saw Spider-Man open those cages. Yeah. Right. She's pinning it all on Spider-Man. She says, "Why don't you get mad at Spider-Man and go after Spider-Man?" The whole time she's egging him forward, "Go after Spider-Man, totally. go after Spider-Man." And then finally, she starts calling him afraid. You know, she starts calling him afraid. Like, "What are you afraid to go fight Spider-Man?" And she slaps him in the face and calls him a coward. Oof. Right. Yeah. Mike McNulty says that uh, that cr panel screams, "Get Craven his own show on Animal Planet." The fans demand it. <laughs> oh, right. Exactly. Mutual of Omaha with Craven the Hunter. I love um, that. Well, the ultimate, cra the original ultimate cra Craven wasn't much further uh, away from that, was he? Yeah, he was no. originally an Aussie. No, really. So, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Anyways, he, Calypso smacks Craven, calls him a coward. Man. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, uh, and he, you know, he's standing in front of her. He's like, I could crush you, woman. And she's like, Yes, you could, but you could, you could also crush Spider Man. You know, why don't you go do that? And it, 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 you feel sorry for Craven because he's having performance issues, kind of. <laughs> that, that, that's what the subtext here is. Like Craven, yeah. Craven can't like get with his lady until like he gets out from underneath this this darkness, yeah. this cloud that's over him, which is Spider Man. Man, he's whooped. So yeah, well, you know, just again, you know, never never take up with a crazy woman. You're always gonna lose. You're always gonna lose. <laughs> Voice of experience, it sounds like over there. <laughs> yeah. So so Spider Man, you know, so so she convinces him to go up to Spider Man. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, meanwhile, Peter has a, has a meeting back at the Daily Globe where they're meeting with like right. this fat guy that smokes. 
um, to uh, who's like trying to get him, you know, salacious <laughs> pictures of professors messing around with co-eds and whatnot. Right. Something that Spider Woman gets a hold of, and apparently Spider Woman knows that. Uh, like, the, I, I guess this guy was like a villain in one of her arcs or whatever, and she's like, "Well, he's Spider Man's problem now." You know, oh, just flies wonder, off. <laughs> was Denny O'Neill writing Spider Woman at the time? I think he was. I, I think, think so. Right. Yeah. Nice yeah, little synergy. Is- yeah, this is this is this is one of the reasons that I uh, hated this run because, really, it, it was um, Wolfman had, uh, you know, Peter was finally sick of Jonah, just finally <laughs> sick of Jonah's crap, yeah. and he took a job at the Bu- uh, the Globe, and he was getting paid more, and he had his own office, uh, and then there was like a mystery unfolding with the publisher KJ Clayton, uh, and I mean it was it was just it was it was different. I mean it was like yeah, um, you know. It's something uh, interesting was unfolding, you know, it was, it truly was a new, something new for Peter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, of course, Denny O'Neill came on, you know, came, you know, came on and, and crapped all over uh, Marv Wolfman's. I mean, cause he wrapped all this up, you know, and introduced mm-hmm. Madame Webb in 210. Yeah. But also what I think is kind of funny is, uh, I mean, Dockery, this is a guy, Rupert Dockery. I mean, he's the bad guy and he wants Peter to get pictures of hanky panky between professors mm-hmm. and female students. And of course, Peter goes, but there is none. <laughs> Really? I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Really? Are you that, you know, that's, uh, did, uh, either of you read spider woman back in the eighties? No, I I've read no? it. I've, I read it. No. I, I didn't read it at the time it was out. I read it, um, later, like in the two thousands, I think you, in the two thousands, you read the seventies stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a creator. She has no, she has no literary meaning or anything. She was only created to, uh, to preserve the, the trademark. You know, because they yeah. were Marvel was well, a great CBS. I think she's, a neat, I think she's yeah. a neat character, though. I like. Yeah, no, I she, like she's a neat character, and and they did some cool stuff with her, like the whole double agent spy stuff that she had mm-hmm. going for a while. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, the reason for the character is to protect a uh, you know a trademark, that, but at the same time, they they, uh, they, they did, did cool good. Stuff with they, her. they did good with Spider Woman and She Hulk. I like mm-hmm. both those characters a yeah. lot. Um, I don't know if you read the recent Spider Woman uh, series. I must where be she, stuck in the seventies. Then I know the recent Spider Woman stuff where she's a mom is really good. I liked mm-hmm. a lot. I haven't read so that. I liked a lot. Anyway, we're getting to the fight. Yeah. So so Craven shows up uh, at the Daily Globe office and he's like, "I Craven the Hunter issue a challenge for Spider Man to fight me to the death." You know, and and and, and he's like, "Here's the signal. Spider Man can use it to track me, and I'll I'll be waiting for him." And of course, Peter's right there, and he's like, "Uh, okay, yeah, I I got time to pencil a, a Craven beat down in. Sure, that's on my. I, I can put that on my schedule. You know, but shouldn't Craven be able to tell by his scent that that's Spider Man? I mean, Wolverine. That's he's not Wolverine. Wolverine. No, no, no. He's got super scent too. I mean, he's he goes around and smells things. I mean, that was that was one of the uh, the plot devices. I've never seen Craven sniff anybody. I don't butt. remember. I don't remember. Hey, 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 hey. Okay, first of all, Spider Man Blue. Remember. Uh, you know, he tries to track Spidey by his scent and he thinks it's Harry Osborne because Harry barred Peter's aftershave. And oh, then, boy. and then in, in, in slots, uh, uh, Spider-Man human torch where Spidey and the human torch decide to trade adventures and, uh, the torch goes after Craven and, uh, Craven and these Craven's got him, uh, beat and the torch goes, yeah, my sister's here, you know, and, uh, Craven, no, she's not. Oh. So, so he uh, ought to be able to tell Spider-Man's right there. Well, nobody told Denny O'Neill this. Well, I, it, mm-hmm. assuming Denny O'Neill was even writing it, and if, <laughs> as, as, 
<laughs> well, you know, oh. I, I, I think Shooter, and I believe this is true. Jim Shooter alluded to that he, uh, he, uh, well, one, he was when he hacked, he was uh, he hacked real hard, or the, he uh, turned the right duties over to someone else. McNulty says, "Jr., who do you think Craven is? Morlin? Craven <laughs> <laughs> smells Spider-Man from across space and time." <laughs> some enchanted evening but I he can't smell you smell across, uh, uh, he can't smell a pig <laughs> <laughs> all right so, all right. so spider-man tracks him down to the museum of natural history i think this might be the same museum that stegron fought spider-man in during uh, uh with the lizard and yeah and, yeah, yeah 166 oh, the, the, the meteor that drove everybody crazy oh no you're talking about actually it may be the same museum that they were in yeah <laughs> when when craven used the meat gun to to, to reanimate the dinosaurs <laughs> Dur- during uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa's Stegron? No, that way, I, like I'm talking about Stegron's original appearance, oh, or not yeah. not his original appearance, but his, his first appearance in Amazing. Okay, uh, and that then was after, after Marvel Team Up, yeah. after Team Up, uh, yeah, one sixty six and one sixty seven. So this may yeah. be the same museum, and then that may still be the same museum where he fought Spider Man when sure. he was like during when he was trying to like evolve everybody. Yeah, George, that was that was Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. That was Aguirre Sacasa. George, yeah. have we covered Stegron's first appearance in Fight Club? Oh yeah, we have. We've okay. buddy, we've covered everything. Stegron and Fight Club. <laughs> <Trust me. laughs> if there was more to cover, we'd be covering it. Uh, so the only thing we haven't covered is like um, the stuff. Oh God, when they're in the Savage Land and there was uh, that giant chicken monster, <laughs> chicken cow. What, what? What? Yeah. What, what book is that? It's like it's got Hulk in it. I I, I can't remember now. Oh, it's uh, Sensational Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the Ringo stuff. And Michael, that's Ringo. the only thing we haven't covered because we should, we should do that. There's not there's not a lot of fighting for Spider-Man. Oh, well, then, yeah, that's the thing, and it's kind of all over the place. Like a lot of times, people will suggest things. They're like, "Oh, what about this? This yeah, is no cool punches." <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, it was a cool story. The fight happened in, on on two pages." Yeah, I see. You know, we've we've got to be able to cover more. Uh, there's got to be more, more, more of a fight. It's not just a, a spider history thing. We can talk about anything. Fight Club. We need that. We need a good fight. Enigma says, "Who do you think you're talking to, Brad? He probably plans to cover Stegron twice." Enigma. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I wish we, we could. We could always go back and revisit uh, Stegron fight, but no. That's uh, we've covered all the all the big ones. Uh, those are Hall of Fame fights. <laughs> But yeah, so Spider-Man tracks him down to the uh, Museum of Natural History. Craven confronts him from the balcony, um, and uh, you know, then he tells him to prepare himself. Calyp- Calypso's watching from like uh, nearby, like hidden in a corner, just getting turned on. <laughs> she is. Look that's at that. there, yeah, that's Ooh, really that's gross. I'm that's exactly what it looks like. Like she's going she, up and down. To, yeah, she's getting all turned on by by her man's. What's uh, what's her quote? This is my craven, fierce, ferocious, killed with, filled with the joy of the kill and a joy I share. Daryl Brown, chicken, wow, wow, doom, 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 doom. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about that McFarlane lizard fight with Spider-Man again? One, one to five. Is there a fight there? Not much of one. You, it w- went for five issues. You'd think it threw a punch with the lizard. No, he did, but I mean the, the fights were over very quickly. Oh damn. I had a lot of like lizard looking menacing. Yeah. But there the weren't really his costume really was a shredded a lot. Fight. I remember yeah, it's not really a good sustained fight. I'll be okay. 
Anywho, um, I'll go back and look at it again. I, I, I've assessed it for Fight Club before, or for Friday Night Fights before, and I think yeah. that's why we didn't do it because it's like we remember it differently than it actually happened. Probably. Yeah. I haven't read in 20 years. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, kind of like a honeymoon. So he's going after, <laughs> he's going after Spider-Man, uh, an honorable combat. Uh, he, he's you know, kind of squaring off on him in front of the stuffed elephant display. Um. And then Spider-Man jumps on top of the elephants and, and Craven's like, ah, these ancient spears will, will prove your undoing. And he just smashes the display with like all these like African spears and starts throwing spears up at Spider-Man, which Spider-Man easily dodges, mm-hmm. you know, because he's, you know, he can dodge machine gun fire. And and Craven keeps throwing these spears at him and Spider-Man's, you know, getting out of the way of the spears. But what he doesn't realize is that is that Craven is positioning him. He's not trying to hit him. He's trying to put Spider-Man uh, into a trap, and and, and it works. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man's uh, spider sense goes off, but not in time, and, and he's caught up in a net. And so, you know, you, he's you realize, caught in a trap. Yeah, and, and Craven even kind of gloats. He was like, "Dude, I was, you, 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 you know, you fed right into what I was trying to do. I was throwing these spears at you, trying to get you in a position for this thing." Uh, and and he uses the same nerve pinch. Yeah. <laughs> You know that he used on that he used on the gorilla to kind of like uh, put Spider Man out of it a little bit. It doesn't knock Spider Man out the way it does it, it, the, the gorilla because it's Spider Man and he's yep. far more formidable than a gorilla. Um, so while Spider Man's dazed and can't really move because he's been Vulcan nerve pinched, uh, you know, Craven <laughs> Craven just starts wailing on him. You know, Craven just starts beating him down uh, with, with his fists. You know, and he's like, "Calypso, watch, watch as I as I beat this guy." And you know, Calypso's probably off on the sidelines, just looking at it like, "Oh, you know." <laughs> She's probably changing her underwear at this moment. Whoa. Calypso, wa- whoa, Calypso, watch me as I triumph. He says, "Yeah." And Spider Man kind of Spider Man gets cl- you know clobbered a few times, and he kind of falls over, and he's like, "Ah, oh, he got my nerve center. I I, I can't move my limbs." <laughs> So Craven, I, I, I like the uh, when it, I like the panel on uh, at the bottom left where Craven does give him like the nerve pinch and Spidey's just Ugh. yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, it's just kind of this is <laughs> definitely not artwork by our pal Sal. No, no, no man, this is kind of rough. Um, yeah, because those 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 hits, you know, like when he hit him, like while Spider Man was dazed, uh, those would have been a lot. Th- those would have been a lot more dynamic if it had been Sal. Yeah. I can already see how Sal would have laid that out in my head. And it's mm-hmm. like Spider-Man's contorted and getting knocked across a room. And yeah. even looked like he just, you know, hit something hard enough to like, you know, like, you know, throw a car across a parking lot or something. I mean, like that's Sal. Sal's was always so much more dynamic uh, than a lot of other artists at the time. That's why I loved it so much. Yep. Um, so while Spider-Man's laying there and he can't move, Craven, Craven y- yanks the tail off a T-Rex. <laughs> right? And this is this is a missed opportunity to have Stegron come in and say, you know, yeah. am I too late to the party? And then just get in and, and start it, Even Craven but, knows a good tail can take out Spider-Man. <laughs> right? Exactly. He's yeah. like, I, I've done my homework. I know that Spider-Man can't dodge Stegron's tail. So, <laughs> so he's closing in for the kill. Uh, with with this with this T Rex tail that has spikes on it when T Rex didn't have a spike tail but whatever yeah um they hadn't seen Jurassic wait a Park minute, hang on there's a stick hang on I'm, I'm looking at the artwork there's actually okay I don't he might not have grabbed a, a T Rex yeah I guess he grabbed a, a Stegosaurus tail because there's a, I guess I was confused because the art, their artwork's so bad it looks like he is gra- grabbing it a T Rex 
Yeah, it does. Um, so yeah, he grabs the spiked dinosaur tail and he and he he's about to bring it down. On despite the fact that th- there's nothing holding this thing together, it's not it, there's no cartilage <laughs> to hold this thing together like it would on a dinosaur. This is from a display. The minute you yank the tail off, you're gonna be there's gonna be bones everywhere. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I, I'm thinking too logically. Craven <laughs> grabs the dinosaur tail that's apparently still you know prehensile or not prehensile but you know still able to move still got spikes deep. got spikes yeah and 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 tries to hit spider-man in the hip with the spikes but spider-man moves just in time and he's back up on his feet wrestling wrestling craven you know old school style and then the two of them fall down the staircase from the upper level i guess to a lower level um craven's about to you know try to you know hit him and then spider-man just hits him right in the right in the bread basket yep Knocks him out one punch and then throws him out to the cops who already have arrested Calypso outside. Hmm. So, I mean, obviously decision Spider-Man, but Bare- uh, barely, but barely. Yeah. And this is another one where it kind of underscores while, why even though Spider-Man is so much more physically formidable than Craven, while create why Craven is, is still a good Spider-Man villain because he's, you know, I, I, and, and the spear thing, Using the spears to get Spider-Man in the position for a trap and everything—that's it, it, that's showcasing, pardon me, showcasing you know part of what makes Craven so uh, or such a, you know, an effective villain. There, there's two main p- punches that affect this fight. The one is the Vulcan nerve pinch, and that really took Spider-Man off his feet. And then the giant breadbasket punch that Spider-Man did right in his midsection—that took Craven out. And oh and, yeah, because yeah. that hit looks like Craven wasn't even really prepared for it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, this looks like an. This looks, uh, though. This looks like a, another case where uh, the story ran out of pages. It does. Uh, it, it wrapped up so fast. It did because yeah. I mean, it's like uh, you know, Spiderman punches Craven, and you know, you figure that's you know, you figure that Craven's going to stagger back, and then they're going to go at it again. But oh no, he knocks Craven completely out of the out of the museum. The cops arrest him, and there's Calypso already in cuffs. Oh, good thing that guard woke up. <laughs> if, yeah. if, if we had had and less of, 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 of the animal wrangling early on, we could have I know. fought. You know, the, we this is the, uh, the panel we're talking about where he hits him right in the bread basket, and then the story just ends. Mm-hmm. Just ends. He throws him out. Yeah, and then it doesn't even say the end or next issue or anything. It doesn't. Like we go to the letters pages is what we're going to <laughs> and, it, and it doesn't make any sense because <clears throat> Calypso is inside. Yeah, watch, I don't. watching the fight. So how do the cops already have her apprehended when when Spider Man throws Craven out out the out, out the front doors? It, they ran well, out of pages. The, the guard woke up, so I guess whatever guard woke up said, "Hey, there's a you know chick uh, uh, going up and down on one of the doors or whatever, watching the watching her man," and uh, they went and arrested her. I guess. Yeah. Again, not not the best <clears throat> written story, but or drawn, but it is a good fight. Now this is yeah. this is something that Al Milgram should have sent back to Denny O'Neill and say, you know what, maybe thin this stuff out in the first act, and let's let's see if we can no doubt let's see if we can have a better better finish here in the in the last half. Yeah. Well, no, we got to hurry up and uh, uh, sabotage all of the Marv Wolfman's remaining plot lines. Remember, because issue number two ten introduces us to Madam Web. So. You totally could have cut out the three panels of Spider Woman. We didn't need that. No, no, no. We always got to promote. We always got to promote all the other titles in the Marvel Universe, Brad. We, we could have cut out the, him going after the eagle and get, capturing the redhead. That's wasted. We could have spent it on a fight. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Real quick, uh, uh, Herring says, what's your guys' favorite era of Spider-Man? 1980s for me. 
Oh yeah, definitely the eighties. Jr. Yeah. I I would yeah probably the the time when uh, Stern and Stern, it was Stern on Amazing and uh, Mantlo on Spectacular. That was a good run. For me, so, that whole Stern DeFalco period. Yeah. Any final thoughts on this one, uh, George? Um, just that uh, <clears throat> once again we have a situation you know where a lot of times you would think you know Spidey versus Craven should be an easy fight, but no. Yeah. You know, there's Craven is always going to be a, a dangerous opponent. So, yeah. or or he, yeah. he, he used to be, right. except when he's six feet under. Yeah, except when he's dead again. That's funny. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, Patreon.com/slash CrawlSpace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.